1: This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Well, Kevin's first wife had to go. Can't say the same thing about Mike McCarthy as Cowboys head coach. Greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas has already started trolling. Here's why. He went on Twitter at H Douglas 83 and I'm going to read word for word what he put up there. And I quote, and it's all basically a part of this whole thing. The, thing, the thing. the main thing, the main thing, the main thing, the main thing, the main thing,
2: the main thing, the main thing, the main
1: thing, the main thing with Freddie and Harry, Mr. Douglas, the proud parent of Harrison and Harry put it out there. And I quote, I can't wait to hear from Cowboys fans today on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio. 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Freddie and I care about y'all so much. We'll provide a place for y'all to tell us how you feel about Mike McCarthy remaining as head coach of the Cowboys, good or bad, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Normally, Harry rates at least 30 minutes before he starts trolling the show. He did it a full 30 minutes before the show got started about caring about the Cowboys fans and their feelings.
2: Let, let me tell you this, Freddie. When I had an opportunity a few weeks ago to go to Dallas and w- watch the game against the Philadelphia Eagles and how that city uh-huh. embraced me, how those people mm-hmm. cared about me, mm-hmm. showed me one of the best times that I've ever had mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was unbelievable. All right. I care about them. I want them to be able to have a platform to tell me and you, and to let everyone else know in this world how they feel about this decision. What decision am I talking about? Mike McCarthy remaining the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I care so much about Cowboys fans that I need them to have this platform to express themselves. Because, see, some of these Cowboys fans may have went to work today upset. Some of them probably 0.3% of them probably went to work happy. (laughs) But 99, however, you know, the other percentage goes. 99.5%. I'm here for you. you I'm here for you. Those people went to work highly upset. And I want to know how everyone feels. Mm -hmm. The 0.3333% that's happy. Mm -hmm. And the 95, I would say Uh 0.7%, 99.7% that are angry, upset, and Crazy deranged I want to hear from all of them because they're special to me and I care about them enough to provide them with this platform
1: your horns are showing
2: (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say
1: your horns are showing as far as that goes but he does have a point because plenty of people think that this is the wrong move by Jerry Jones they talked for three hours Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones before it was announced yesterday that Mike McCarthy is going to be back for his final year of his contract as a Dallas Cowboys head coach. So, Eminem, what did you and JJ talk about?
3: Uh, it, was a, it was a long meeting. Uh, I think we went uh, probably a little bit past three hours. Uh, we talked about a number of topics. I mean, the first topic was obviously the disappointment um, of the ending of the season. You know, went through all the layers of that. Um, then we talked about you know, pretty much everything in the football program.
4: So it was more looking forward and, and just where well, what happened and then what what initially. Yeah, went I through. think
3: I think it. Um, you know, we, we went we went the the whole course. You know, uh, went back through, you know, things that we felt you know, may have factored. And um, like I said, it the the disappoint the disappointment component had a lot of layers to it. So we went through all those layers, um, and then we you know talked about personnel and coaches and everything involved. So business affairs so like i said
2: it was a it was a a long productive conversation now ladies and gentlemen i get to tell y'all how i feel about the situation
1: (laughs) this would be really good for a guy who's not a cowboys fan
2: number one let me start with jerry jones see jerry jones when you have a franchise that's worth eight or nine billion dollars jerry is comfortable very comfortable ladies and gentlemen true uh He's not going to put himself in uncomfortable positions, so he's okay with the football team being stagnant, okay. not having an opportunity to reach a Super Bowl, because clearly that has not been the case since, what, 1996, I believe, okay. Freddie? Yeah, I'm that was listening. the last time they played yeah. in the NFC championship yep. game.
1: I'm listening. I'm liking. Keep going. And,
2: and for this cycle to have so many qualified candidates mm-hmm. that are out there for a head coaching job, mm-hmm. and let me mention those guys, uh, Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. and a Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. I stop right there at three and I can name plenty of more, but I'll stop at three for those three guys mm-hmm. not to be interviewed yeah. by Jerry Jones. And your job as a owner is to exhaust all possibilities of your football team yeah. being great. The mm-hmm. next season okay. is irresponsible in my opinion. Okay. I'm
1: going to let you know the real reason that Mike McCarthy got one more year to come back to the Dallas Cowboys coach. Great in the regular season, 12-5, 12-5, 12-5 the last three years. In the playoffs, one in three as a head coach of the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you the real reason why Jerry Jones decided that was good enough for him to be comfortable that you heard from Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman or Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. But let's hear from you at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Your thoughts on Dallas making that move to keep Mike McCarthy and not move on from him. Cody in Missouri, the floor is yours.
5: All right, guys. You know who's happy today? Giants fans, Eagles fans, Commanders fans, Niners fans. Because you know what? They retain the services of this choke artist. And I mean artist, he makes an art form out of it. Jerry Jones should have his team removed by the NFL for conduct detrimental to the league, for having a flagship legacy franchise run into the ground by this guy who shouldn't even be coaching high school football if he can't take the most talented roster in the NFL past the second quarter of a wild card game against the youngest team to make the playoffs in decades. Mm -hmm. This man needs to be run out of town. And I mean run.
1: (laughs) Wow. Well, at 81 years of age, it'll be be more like of a walker for Jerry Jones than running (laughs) as far as that goes. Yeah, I said it so, but I'm with you. They should have gone after one of the three guys you mentioned, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, or Jim Harbaugh. In my opinion, they should have gone after Mike Vrabel because Sunday's loss against the Green Bay Packers, that was an indictment on Mike McCarthy. He says that we were ready, we had the right attitude, but we were just going too fast. Well, you're the head coach. You're supposed to be in charge of making sure that you have the right pace when it comes to your football team. No, seriously, that's what he said. They were going too fast. He said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read it word for word what he said about the Dallas Cowboys. They they didn't go fast
2: enough, in my opinion.
1: I understand that. You and I have the same mind. He said basically, and I'm reading it word for word, It wasn't that we got to a slow start. I thought we were going too fast, and it came back to bite us in the behind. Direct from Mike McCarthy about what happened on Sunday. That's why you go after Mike Vrabel, because that would have never happened with him or Jim Harbaugh or as well when it comes to Bill Belichick. They would have been in the right pace and kind of mind, mentally and physically, to make sure that game was not going to get away from them like it did against Green Bay.
2: That's two years in a row that the Dallas Cowboys have lost in the playoffs Mm -hmm. in the wild card round excuse me, no, last year was the yeah. divisional round. Right. But two years in a row that they've lost in the playoffs mm-hmm. to a quarterback that was starting for his first time in Absolutely. his NFL career.
1: Absolutely. That's
2: Absolutely. inexcusable. Yeah. You can't talk to me and tell me about, hey, we have a top defense in the National Football League and those things are occurring. Mm-hmm. The last time I checked, the Green Bay Packers defensively, because I remember going on Get Up, I may have been two or three weeks ago, saying the Green Bay Packers and – the deciding factor if they're going to be able to make the playoffs is going to be based on their defense and right. if they show up because right. this season they haven't. Right. You allow that defense to get two interceptions, take one back for a touchdown, get 14 points off of it, have you looking discombobulated. You couldn't run the football against them. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we've seen the New York Giants have success against them. We've seen the Atlanta Falcons have success against this football team. And for the Dallas Cowboys? At home. To show up, well, to not show up mm-hmm. and be and, and make that a ball game. Now, it's one thing if you're going head to head, man, and you lose a nail biter. It's Absolutely. that's one thing, right? But to get embarrassed in the manner that they did, I expected the Dallas Cowboys when they got to the two seed because if they got past the first round, they were guaranteed another home game. So basically, two home games. I expected them. Remember me saying it, Freddie, Absolutely. to be in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And to I warned lose, you, didn't I? You did. You told me. Mm -hmm. I warned you. I should have listened to the OG.
1: Yeah, that Green Bay Packers game and everything. Anytime you put good vibes in the Dallas Cowboys, that's when I worry the most. Can I tell you
2: why part of me is upset too?
1: Go ahead. You're more upset about this and and you're not even a Cowboys fan.
2: Y'all know I had my trip planned to go to Dallas this weekend. That's why
1: he's upset.
2: (laughs) I was supposed to be in Uh D-Town in Dallas with those people that treated me so well.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Now you're gonna and be-
2: damn it, Mike McCarthy didn't yeah. have the guys ready. Dak didn't show up. <laughs> Micah Parsons couldn't get a sack. The hell are we talking about? I'm supposed to be in Dallas.
1: See, this is about the social calendar for Harry Douglas more than <laughs> anything else with me, Freddie Coleman, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We'll get back to your phone calls about the move, the right or the wrong move of the Cowboys bringing Mike McCarthy back at 888-729-3776. All the things you said are spot on. But there's one thing you missed about the real reason that Dallas brought back Mike McCarthy for one year. Uh-oh. It's because he has one year left in his contract. Oh, 100%. 100%. If he was at the end of his contract in 2023, Jerry Jones would have gone out there and gotten somebody else. He would have gone after Mike Vrabel. He would have made that call to Bill Belichick. He might have had a, an email sent to Jim Harbaugh. Jerry Jones does not want to pay someone who is not working for him.
2: Which which is crazy, Freddie, because exactly. the team is worth a exactly. nine billion dollars. Yeah. When I mean Jerry uh-huh. could print his own money. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. Jerry could print his own money. But
1: he is not going to have somebody working for him that's not working. He's not paying that person. He's only fired one guy during his contract before the end of the season. And that was Wade Phillips. They bring in Jason Garrett as an interim. Jerry liked him enough, and then he wanted to stay in for ten years. Got a contract extension. Believe me. If Mike McCarthy's contract had run out after they lost that game to Green Bay Packers, there'd be a new Dallas Cowboys head coach. But Jerry Jones, and it goes back to what you said about being comfortable, he's comfortable with Mike McCarthy because he's seen enough to believe maybe just maybe. And then if we win, I made the decision to keep him, and I'm going to look great. But if Mike McCarthy, if his contract was up, Jerry Jones would have gone and got somebody else. He is not going to pay someone who is not working for him. Which is another reason why this is not the right move to bring him back. Sometimes you can go as far as you can with a guy or with the team or with the, or the whole scenario and say, We've gone as far as we can. We are a coach away. He's not that coach. If he, had, if he didn't have a year left in his contract, Mike McCarthy would be in the unemployment line right now and not coming back to Dallas in 2024.
2: Also, news flash for Jerry Jones. You are not going to win a Super Bowl with this roster with the inability to run the football mm-hmm. and the inability to stop the run. Yeah. And it is you, not yeah, possible.
1: Yeah, it isn't. And if you're Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys who have drafted well, not talking about Jerry Jones, I'm talking about Will McClay in charge of player personnel and his son, Stephen Jones. If you're not making a call to Derrick Henry to solve your running back problems, then what are you doing? Then you're going to be a comfortable 12-5 and five next year. You're going to have all the accolades. You might win your division. And then you know what's going to happen? The same thing that happened two years ago versus San Francisco, last year versus San Francisco, and this year versus Green Bay. A flame out, an early flame out for the Dallas Cowboys. One of our favorites is Kelly in Illinois, 888-729-3776. Miss Kelly, what you got to say about the Cowboys? Bringing back Mike McCarthy for the final year of his contract.
0: Hello, my two favorite men. Harry, you can still go to Dallas. You can help them unpack their lockers.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> Savage.
0: I'm, sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Wow.
6: <laughs> Savage hey, with a, a smile, smile from Kelly. You
1: know, my, I
3: know. I know. I
6: love you guys. I only do this to the men I love. Um, so let me just tell you. Uh, Mike McCarthy used to be the, the Green Bay coach, right? And, Ooh. you know, Green Bay is a good team. But I'm going to tell you something. Until you take the keys of the Ferrari away from Jerry Jones, okay, and let a coach come in there and do their job. You are never going to get a coach of any magnitude in Dallas because there are because Jerry's like, you go left, you go right, no, you listen to me. Plus, Jerry's the one who wants the Super Bowl trophy, you guys. He wants to say, I'm the one that did this.
0: There's no I in team. Am I correct?
1: <laughs> Completely correct. No,
2: no lies, detective. A-
1: absolutely. As Harry likes to say, you know, tell a lie, shame the devil, mm-hmm. because Jerry Jones has always been on this crusade ever since he ran Jimmy Johnson out of the Dallas Cowboys organization. And they're able, and I'll never forgive him, they won that championship, Barry Switzer, and Barry Switzer goes, we did it our way, baby, we did it. And Jerry could not have taken that trophy out of his hands quick enough to say, I did it my way. You just happened to be here. <laughs> Barry Switzer was so thrilled that he was part of a Super Bowl championship. Thing. No. We did it our way, baby, we did it. Jerry's like, Mm-mm. this trophy belongs to me. You got to get your own. <laughs> That's what he told Barry Switzer, and he's been on that crusade ever since. Because he wants the credit more than anybody else of the Dallas Cowboys. It's
2: just a simple fact that, like you're, I think comfortability drives complacency. In my opinion,
1: I'm with you, right? Yeah.
2: When when you have those candidates out there, and this year is different from any other year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have a Bill Belichick, a Jim Harbaugh, a uh, uh, Mike Vrabel on the market year in and year out. So if you have guys of uh with the, with the qualifications to be able to be a head coach uh over your story franchise you got to take that in consideration you got to give that some thought you got to at least interview the guys i would be i would respect jerry more if mm-hmm. he interviewed him right. and said you know what i'm still going with mike mccarthy yeah. but but to not interview them wow oh, man yeah. that's that's yeah. a tough pill to swallow for cowboy fans
1: loyalty is great sometimes too much loyalty is not the right thing no. jerry showed too much joy- loyalty to jason garrett and he's done the same thing right now with bringing Mike McCarthy back for his final year of his contract. Lonnie in Florida, what do you have to say about the Jerry Jones and Dallas Cowboys bringing back Mike McCarthy for one more year in 2024?
5: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I guess it's just a lot of – you guys covered so much of it, so I don't, I don't want to repeat what you said, but there's a couple of things. One is you can't fire the team, so you have to fire the coach if you're going to make a change, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look historically – back when Mike Dungy had the Bucks in place but didn't take him over the top and Gruden came in, and I don't think Gruden's a better coach, but sometimes the guys need someone else to listen to. And it's interesting here because I don't see what the downside – and I'm a Giants fan. It's just interesting I love football. Mm-hmm. I don't see what the downside would have been to firing Mike McCarthy. Like, like he's gotten there three times right, but he hasn't gotten over the top. And mm-hmm. the same thing like when you look at Buffalo, if Buffalo loses – this weekend, are you looking to bring back this coach? Or like, you know, Bill Belichick's out there. You have a quarterback in place. Same thing with the Eagles. You're getting close. Like, sometimes you need someone else that the players respond to. I'm sure Harry could speak to this because I'm not an NFL player. At a point, the players stop listening. And I think that it was just a terrible mistake. And I think, actually, Jerry Jones ever went dumps on him. And he's great for the NFL. I'm not a Jerry Jones fan. But they've drafted really well better than my Giants have really, really well, and they have the tools, and I think they just need someone else to take them over the top and just very short-sighted, so that's it.
2: I will go deep to the capacity to say sometimes as a player,
5: yeah.
2: you need that coach that's going to challenge you outside of any other way people have challenged you up until that point.
1: Make you accountable.
2: When you have a Bill Belichick, he's going to do that. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. have a Mike Vrabel, I know for a fact, I talked to a lot of those guys that played in Tennessee under him. Mm-hmm. He's going to challenge you in those ways. When you play for a Jim Hawkball he's going to challenge you in those ways. I, I just really feel sometimes you need to be challenged. And, and sometimes as a player you can get clouded because you, you think you're doing well and the coach is doing good and you think everything is peaches and cream and then next thing you know the doors fall off because you you, you have an early exit in the playoffs. Right. But when a, a new guy can come in there and challenge you and push buttons that haven't been pushed before, yeah. and now we see a football team go to new heights because of it, mm-hmm. you can't ignore that opportunity if you're Jerry Jones. Just yeah. at least interview the guys. Yeah, I,
1: I go back to the Chicago Bulls. They were a really good team under Doug Collins, but they believed he wasn't enough to get them over the top. They moved on from him, and they got crushed for it. They brought in Phil Jackson. They won six titles in eight years, and nobody was crushing that move. Jerry Krause back then had enough to say, Doug Collins is a good coach, but he's not what we need to put this team over the top. You have potential three opportunities to do that for the Dallas Cowboys. Because you used the word, and I think it's accurate, about how comfortable Jerry Jones is, Players are comfortable with Mike McCarthy. You know why? Because there's no fear factor. He's not going to ream a guy out. He's not going to challenge them that way. So guys can feel comfortable, and that's a problem. You have to be uncomfortable at times. You know that if a head coach will say, man, if I bleep up, (laughs) I'm going to be sitting on the bench. Andy Reid does that in Kansas City. We've seen that. Sean McDermott had to do that the Buffalo Bills and at the pitch and patch. Any great coach will not allow players to coast or feel comfortable. Bill Belichick made everybody uncomfortable for 20 years in New England, mm-hmm. winning six championships. Jim Harbaugh made everybody uncomfortable, but won games with San Francisco and with Michigan football. Mike Vrabel, let it be known, if you don't do it this way, there's going to be hell to pay. Yep. Those are three guys out there that could have made that comfort level a lot better for you, being a championship contender, but Jerry wanted to be comfortable and have his uh, Johnny Walker blue and have a the <laughs> glass and clean glasses together with Mike McCarthy and
2: bring him back for one more year.
1: That's why that is the wrong move by Jerry Jones because he wants to be
2: comfortable. Like and you said, and now I am not going to Dallas this weekend. Now, people, I'm excited to go up to Buffalo. You know, it's a little colder than it is in Dallas. I'm still excited. I, I'm excited to be up there, but you know, <laughs> Dallas was on my mind. Uh-huh. Now, Buffalo, yeah, is on my mind. Buffalo, well, New York, yeah. baby. The, the
1: the 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 whole thing between the fans and the cold weather, all oh, it's oh. going to be on you, all right. Would you oh, go to Buffalo when they take on Kansas City? Keep wanging in about. Right or wrong move by the Dallas Cowboys and their owner, uh, Jerry Jones. Bringing back Mike McCarthy for one more year. Can't wait to hear what you have to say at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And wait until you hear how Mike McCarthy said this. I said earlier, I believe in Dak Prescott. And how he ended that. Keep it here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The
3: Freddie and Harry
1: Podcast. Plenty of people wanted Jerry Jones to put Mike McCarthy on an airplane out of Dallas. That's not going to happen in 2024 with Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance and X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Dallas Cowboys had a chance to be part of NFL Division weekend. Well, that's not going to happen. But the Ravens and the Texans are part of that weekend. That game kicks off the whole slate of games on Saturday and Sunday. Check out that game at 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+. Oh, we can't wait to continue to hear from you. About this move by Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys keeping Mike Mike McCarthy as coach for one more year. Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Keep sharing your feelings, like Trini Robbie in Toronto. Trini, what you got, my friend?
6: Hey, Fred and Harry, thank you very much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Listen to me. I'm a Buccaneers fan, right? So we played this weekend. First off, McCarthy at the, the beginning of that press conference didn't. Is it just me that he sounded like he was huffing and puffing? Did they chase him <laughs> out of that room for three hours? <laughs> Jerry Jones is a madman. Jerry Jones is a madman. Listen to me. My grandmother's old. When you, I love elderly people, right? But sometimes you need to check their medication. This man needs to get his medication checked. You listen to me, Freddie. You brought up. You brought up the Chicago Bulls. I was going to bring up. You remember when the Lakers were were in that drought? They had Kobe. They had Shaq, and oh, I think yeah. it was Dale Harris. Mm-hmm. And they brought in Phil Jackson. Absolutely. This man is gone mad. <laughs> He's gone mad. I think. The, look, I'm a Bucks fan. The Bucks could make it to the to the championship game. And we didn't think that was going to happen. If uh, this man is not, he's not. Listen, you said a a walker. What Jerry Jones should do, fellas, he should next year keep McCarthy, bring a scooter down to the field, put on a headset, and call (laughs) plays.
2: Man, listen, on top of that, so in 2024, this next season coming up, Mm. Cowboys fans, I want you to listen to some of the opponents that you're going to have to play. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, boy. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, boy. The Houston Texans. Oh, brother. The Detroit Lions. Yikes. The San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns. Mm. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They won't have a quarterback. The Steelers game will be easy. Yeah, but they, what if they get one? <laughs> yeah, <but> we'll see. <laughs> but what if they get one?
1: With the talent that they have, that kind of schedule should not scare them. What should scare them is the head coach leading that team into that schedule. Because believe me, twelve and five, what they were able to do this year, finding a way they win the NFC East when the Eagles came back down to them, I'm gonna give them credit. But I've seen that before with Mike McCarthy. I've seen that before when he's in charge of the Green Bay Packers. Great regular seasons, having that flame out situation when they got to the playoffs. So he basically believes that they've created a championship culture. Sure, to win the NFC East. You haven't created a championship culture when it comes to getting out of the NFC and getting to a Super Bowl. But uh, Jerry decided after three hours of having lunch and Johnny Walker Blue with Mike McCarthy and clinking glasses, Mm. that that was enough for him to be comfortable, like Harry Mm. Douglas said, Mm. Mm. and bring him back. Plenty of people I know are going, "Mm, mm, mm-mm-mm, but I believe in Mike McCarthy just like uh, Mike McCarthy believes in Dak Prescott.
3: I said earlier, I believe in Dak Prescott. I I think he's clearly the answer. Uh, He's part of the solution moving forward. Um, And I I think, you know, as difficult as this time is right now, you know, when we can, you know, work through this, this emotional, you know, period that we're in, um, you know, we'll continue to build, build off of, you know, what he brings to the table.
2: Now it's time for me to get on that. Um, You cannot perform at the level that you've been performing in the playoffs moving forward. It, It just can't happen for you. Uh, to play against two young guys at the quarterback position the last two years. And for those guys and Brock Purdy and Jordan Love to outperform you and you look like you're, you have, you're, you're a deer in headlights, mm-hmm. it's inexcusable in, in my opinion. The two interceptions are inexcusable. You have C.D. Lamb on a corner route wide open, throw the ball to C.D. Lamb. He's been your go-to guy all season. I understand C.D. Lamb had some some early drops. I don't care. Third, third down or you see Brandon Cooks is, isn't wide open, Throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb. And then on the interception return for a touchdown, well, the safety is coming down to take away and rob anything in the middle of the football field. That same coverage they had previously uh, played a few snaps earlier in that ball game. So it's not like you haven't seen that coverage. It's okay. Throw the ball to the outside wide receiver who's wide open. That's what it's designed to do. So for Dak... He didn't step up and make the plays he had to make. And you see Mm -hmm. the eye-popping numbers, but sometimes numbers can fool you. Right. Because early in that ball game, we did not see the Dak Prescott that we have seen the entire season.
1: Yeah, he had fantasy football numbers because they had to throw the football to try to make that score a lot closer than what it was. I don't want to say the moment is too big for Dak Prescott yet, but this is his last chance to prove it, if and when they get to the playoffs next year. Because you can't just continue to do this. Having a two and five playoff record. And and three of those games you lost at home. Now, the one against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, he made one of the all time great throws in playoff history. Yep. That's what took that game away because people forget that Dak Prescott led them down the field to take the lead in that ball game his first year as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. But he has fallen short the last three years didn't play well two seasons ago where they had a home game versus San Francisco. I don't know what kind of mess was last year against San Francisco because the defense was looking at him cross-eyed thinking, dude, really? We balled out this whole game and you couldn't make these kind of plays and he threw two picks in that game and then Sunday was inexcusable. So this is, his, in my opinion, hey, Dak Prescott, you're about to count $59 million against the salary cap. Even they would that contract, this is going to be your last chance to have any kind of favor where people can look at you and say, okay, it's in there. It may never get out of there if he has another situation like we've seen each of the last three years involving Dak Prescott in the playoffs.
2: And in my opinion, Freddie, what can help Dak Prescott in those football games, having the ability to run the football in the two playoff wins that the Dallas Cowboys have under Dak Prescott, they've rushed the football 69 times. For two hundred and ninety-two yards, shout out to Himbo for that stat. Yeah, Himble You can't be one-dimensional one and think you're going to win a a a, a Super Bowl, a championship mm-hmm. in the National Football League in two thousand and twenty-four. It's not happening. Yeah, you have to be able to be balanced. That's why Joe Brady in the Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Had, had they, they, he's he's brought a different dimension to this football team that have a lot of people feeling different about the Bills going into this playoffs and also going into this game versus the Kansas City Chiefs because they're balanced now.
1: Well, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They're balanced as well. They're able to run the football. That started in the Super Bowl last year against the the Philadelphia Eagles. Pacheco was able to run the ball and bounce that off with Patrick Mahomes having that bum ankle. That was a big key that people don't talk about how Kansas City was able to find a way to win their second Super Bowl championship in five years. Triple H say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Freddie and Harry, can't wait to hear from you on ESPN Radio. Your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys. They decided to bring Mike McCarthy back for the final year of his contract, and a lot of people are not happy about that. Mike and my dad's home state of Alabama. Big Mike, what you got to say?
5: Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me. It uh, <laughs> that Mike McCarthy, uh, that line uh, stuck in my head, man. He said, I believe we have a world uh, championship team. Yeah. It's just not a world championship team. <laughs> well, that, that's great, Mike. I believe
6: I have a million-dollar bank account. It just ain't got a million dollars in it. <laughs> I mean, see how stupid that sounds? I mean,
5: <laughs> this, Jerry's the team's not going to be able to afford to stay together after next season if they're lucky. I mean, you're talking about the $59 million on Dak. Honestly, I would rather trade Dak to somebody stupid enough to do it, like Denver, who's proven they're stupid enough to do something like
2: that. They'll give you a couple of picks, Pat Sertain and Jerry Judy, if they're having a bad day. I would take that trade and Ben DiNucci and go further than Dak's ever gotten the Cowboys in the past few years. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, so, They're so not going to do
1: that. Go ahead, Harry. But
2: Mike brings up a great point because I uh-huh. think at some point, the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to run into cap issues yeah. because CD Lamb's going to have to get paid. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons that needs to get paid. Yeah. One of these offensive linemen, they're going to have to get paid. Mm-hmm. So you can't pay everybody. Right. So somebody's going to be to have to be the sacrificial lamb, and you're going to have to go a different direction, or you're going to have to continuously draft. Well, do what the you know the Los Angeles Rams were able to do. They right. won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and traded away a ton of picks, yeah. and a lot of people thought they were left for dead, especially coming into this season. Sean McVay, Les Snead, those guys did a hell of a job mm-hmm. of drafting correctly, still keeping some veterans, right? And they found themselves in the playoffs this year uh, yeah. before they lost to the Detroit Lions. Yeah,
1: 16 players are set to enter the free agency market when it Ooh. comes for Dallas on March 13th. Tyron Smith, Tony Pollard, Ste- Steven, uh, Stephon Gilmore, Jordan Lewis, Dorrance Armstrong, J. Ron Curse, Ooh. Dante Fowler Jr., Jonathan Hankins, Neville Gallimore, Rico Dowdell, Tyler Biotis, that center. Those are some of the dudes that are not going to potentially not be the Dallas Cowboys when you got sixteen free agents set to hit the market when that happens on March thirteenth. I wish
2: I had some glasses on right now so I could put them at the bottom of my nose. You know how Marcus Spears be looking at the at the bottom yeah. of the glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he when he hears something.
1: Uh-huh. Man, that, like I wish teacher, I had them glasses right now. Like, like the teacher in school when Harry Dell got in trouble mm-hmm. and she would look at you and pull her glasses down yeah. and say, Harry, I warned you about this.
2: And told me I had a silent lunch till the cows came home.
1: You probably. <laughs> to you were, to you, pigs fly. Yeah, That's you, what they used you, to tell you me. You wore that dunce cap a lot when you were growing up, didn't you? You were in yeah. the corner a lot in classrooms, weren't you?
2: I was. Yeah, I it, mean, it, and, 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 and I, I told the line a lot. I was a great student. You know, mm-hmm. I was just a little talkative at times. That's why me being in media is perfect for me, guys, because I love yeah, to talk.
1: You and I being a little talkative is like somebody being a little pregnant. <laughs> Either you are or you're not.
2: <laughs>
1: Either you're talkative or you're not, or you're pregnant or not. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, pretty, it ain't mine. <laughs> Stop. One more from Calvin in North Carolina. Calvin, your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys retaining Mike McCarthy for one more year, pregnant pause, and coming back as coach in 2024. Calvin, what you got?
6: I'm sick that they keep in they keeping Mike, but Dan Quinn is just as culpable of that, that downfall as anybody else. Because, I mean, they ran what 54 running plays, and he had six, six times, and then 48 of them he had six defensive backs in there. How can no defensive backs go against our two and three 300 uh, pound linemen? That's ridiculous. Dan Quinn, he, he's lost his mind too. Like Jerry Jones, and, and, and um, Mike McCarthy's a cheerleader because I've seen him in in some of his post-game comments clapping his hands, said, we played good, we played good. Uh, we, we had a tough time, but we, we pulled it out. That's going to bring character, and that's going to help us in the long run in the playoffs. You see where it got us.
2: Well, that's another component when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. Do they have some excellent players on their roster? No doubt. Yes, but for sustainability to be able to compete for a championship, mm-hmm. they're going to have to get bigger amongst their interior defensive line. Yeah. They're going to need bigger linebackers. You're going to need a running back that can tote the rock and be a bell cow back, and also you have to be committed mm-hmm. to the run game, right? A lot of these things are going to have to get done, and let me bring up this other, this other situation. Dan Quinn is most likely going to get a head coaching job. So who is your next defense coordinator?
1: Well, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, whoever that's going to be, you're right. They better bring some beef trucks on that front defensive line in that linebacker situation. And the biggest beef truck out there to help out that defense, that guy's called Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans.
2: They need to get some what?
1: Yeah, some beef trucks. You never heard that before? Some beef trucks on the front line?
2: No, I just i couldn't, I couldn't hear you. It, the, the earphones you you out. You You
1: lie. <laughs> you lie. You don't care how much you lie. For someone that's as Christian as you, you don't care how much you go to Satan's lair more than the Archangel of Gabriel. If the Lord is on my side, no one can be against me. Yeah, you keep having Satan on your side. We'll (laughs) see. You better stop knocking on the devil's door. You're going to be surprised at the answer. You keep doing that. (laughs) Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. You can bundle home and auto and save. How do you do that? By visiting Progressive.com. So if the Cowboys are going to bring back Mike McCarthy, and they are. Can we say the same thing about the Philadelphia Eagles and their head coach Nick Sirianni? Uh Uh-oh. A friend of ours says they better not do that. We'll tell you who that friend is next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
2: We all know breakfast is an important
4: part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on Sirius X and Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. If you're looking for that space between when it comes to Nick Sirianni coming back as coach, Philadelphia Eagles and not coming back, it seems like more than likely that's going to be a possibility, meaning that he is going to be at the Philadelphia Eagles. But, Harry, after we finished the show last night, I run into Kevin DeGondi, the terrific sports center anchor, and he is Philly, Philly down to the core. Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, 76ers, Temple graduate. He's a Philly bra. And I said, dude, you know, both of our coaches coming back. Looks like mine is. He goes, I know mine is too, but I don't want him back. Ooh. I don't want Nick Sirianni back. They need to move on from that guy because if he didn't figure it out to keep that team from sliding at 10 and one, and he came out of his face through the masses and said if i had the answer to what our troubles have been i'd have figured it out by now he says kevin told me no i don't want that guy back i don't think plenty of people in philadelphia don't want nick sirianni back as the head coach of that team i,
2: I told you freddie like when me and chris canty were talking about that this morning and then uh on on, on sportsman like and mm-hmm. then when i got on get up and i had mentioned that and dan arlowski was like what i was like yes the head coach of a national football team said that in a press conference. Mm -hmm. When your job as a head coach is to always figure out what's going on or what's going wrong with your football team, and your job after that point, once you identify it, is to move forward in directions to make it not be what it has been up until that point, yeah. uh, if, especially if it's on the negative side. And Nick Sirianni just didn't do that with this football team, and it, it allowed them to lose six of the last seven games, in which the one game that they won, they could have lost as well. And it, they weren't happy after that one. And they didn't feel good about their their program, their organization, after winning that game against the Giants the first time that they actually played. Right. But, for me, now at Nick Seriani, because it said he he's going to have to show and come up with a plan yep. to be able to sway Jeffrey Lurie um, so he can remain the head coach. And I'm trying to figure out how is he going to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. Because when you're looking for offensive and defensive coordinators, how many guys want to hitch their wagon to someone that they feel like could potentially be on the hot seat right. the next season?
1: Right, no doubt about that. But either way, if you're Nick Seriani He has his supporters, like Fletcher Cox, who plays for him.
3: Come on, man. What is it? What is it to talk about, man? Because, man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody, everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won 10 plus games two years in a row. That's took this organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. You know, that's a respect. You know, the coach is, he's a good leader for this team. He does a really good job. Did we come up short? Yeah. Did things happen this year? Yeah. Or no, I don't discuss about, you know, firing a man or, you know, this man got a family. I, I don't discuss about anything. Okay. About a
1: strong defense by Fletcher Cox from somebody that he really cares about on the other side a former eagle player seth joiner was on this show yesterday and he said you can't bring him back because my
6: question to those who believe that he should have an extra year if he couldn't figure it out this year what the heck makes you think he's going to be able to figure it out next year they're in the market for a whole new a whole new defensive staff you know from the linebackers back potentially a whole new secondary and linebacker core if he couldn't fix it this year, what makes you think he's going to be able to fix it next year? They 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 need to move on, and they need a philosophical change and a mindset change about how they go about playing football.
2: Now, when it, when it comes to Flet- Fletcher Cox and, and what he said about his head coach, listen, I, I would never sit up here and just advocate mm-hmm. just because for someone to lose their job. But if someone isn't doing their job, it it, it that it's our job to point that out, right or wrong, Freddie. Right, absolutely. That, that's that's our job and. When it comes to having a few bumps, that's the term that Fletcher Cox uh, uh, use. Bro, it was more than a few bumps. And you couldn't come back from it. That's the most upsetting part. Uh, and we're talking about a team that, yes, had a, a Super Bowl appearance the previous year. yeah. And you didn't come up short. You fell off a 100-foot building. <laughs> so those few things that I, I just got to point out when, right. it, when it came to Fletcher Cox and what he said.
1: Yeah, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie, by the way, scheduled to meet with Nick Sirianni at the Complex tomorrow for the head coach's end-of-season exit interview. I don't believe he's going to be canned by Jeffrey Lurie, but Jeffrey Lurie probably let, let it be known. I'm not having this. If this happens again, I will have a new coach in 2025. That'll be a different kind of exit interview that Nick Sirianni does not want to get used to if he doesn't find a way to say exactly the right things to make sure that he is going to be the coach in 2024. Either way, we're going to see. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. So we move on from teams not in the playoffs. We go to these two quarterbacks in the playoffs. Mahomes Allen equals best rivalry in the NFL. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.